What's up, y'all? This your girl, Samantha, and this is my podcast, Naturalize. Today is February the 17th, and it is 10.46 at night. Um, So, I just want to ask y'all, y'all know, what'd you go through and what'd you grow through? What was a high? What was a low for the week? Was a praise report, prayer request? Like, y'all, like, this week was kind of hectic, but we got through it, Okay. I know it's been a minute since I've been up here. Um, I was, you know, handling the stuff with my grandma, the funeral and all of that. Like, trying to get through that. Turn it down, boys. Turn it down. Thank you. Um, Trying to get through that. And, y'all, it was just an amazing experience. Like, my grandma is was so loved, Joe. Like... It was just so good to see my family, and I was just so happy to be able to be in that moment, y'all. Because last year, I probably, if something would have happened to her last year, I probably wouldn't have been able to be in that moment. Because I just was just not cognitively there. But, and then, too, I'm just so happy that, like, you know, because some people's job is, like, an issue for them to be there during their time of grief. And, you know, they can't really take off work because they got to do this, got to do that. And, y'all... I'm just so thankful that I was able to see people who love my grandma, who my grandma poured into, and who um, poured into her. And then, too, just to see my family that I haven't seen in a while. Like, just what really just amazed me was the amount of support my father got. Like, his friends, my some of my friends, some of, like, y'all, just some of everybody, my family from Maryland, like, just everybody just was just such a blessing to him. And it warmed my heart so much to know that my dad does so much for people. And I was just so happy that people came to his rescue in this time of need, you know. Because sometimes we can be selfish, yo. And I'm just so thankful that my father has that foundation and that support system that he needs in order to grieve the way he wants to grieve and people show up for him and be genuinely concerned for him and his well-being so I was so excited for that and I was just so happy to just be in that moment and just be able to embrace the love my grandma left behind through her friends her family her grand her grandkids yeah I was able to meet my not me but I was able to see my niece Rory my brother-in-law Gerard my sister Angie um Miss Mary um, one of my favorite people in the whole world. She came. And y'all, it was just it was just God. It was just God and God knew I needed that. And just being able to sit hours with my brother and my sister and my dad and it just be just us and it was amazing, y'all. It was truly, truly, truly amazing. And I'm just so thankful for that. I'm so thankful for that. Um, but I have been just dealing with, you know, processing my emotions, not really and processing my feelings, not really getting in my feelings. Cause I keep telling y'all you need to process your feelings. Cause the moment you get in your feelings, you're going to get in your head and then you're going to start being in places that was never meant for you to be in. So I said the other day that I'm so thankful for the peace of mind that I got in the willpower to be in this moment because I'm just so thankful that God has given me the strength to not go grieve in places that don't deserve me in places that were never meant for me to go to, you know, because grief could take us all kind of places and 
it's just amazing to be able to decipher between the two, like processing your feelings and getting in your feelings. Um, so y'all, I'm just so thankful for that. Like it was just so heartwarming and just my grandma knew exactly what she was doing. And so that's how that's why I haven't really been up here like that. And it wasn't because I was busy like grieving or nothing it's just y'all just was in my moment and also because i am still in school and y'all the show really does not stop like i had some hard days this upcoming week and i didn't know what i was experiencing until i realized that this is the pain that people talk about that come that comes once people go back to their everyday lives like once the funeral's over once the stuff has subsided and things just really just life just keeps moving and it sucks but it really does, and I really had to struggle Monday and Tuesday to get out of the bed because, y'all, it was so hard, and I just gave myself 51%, like I talk about on my podcast, just give yourself 51%. I gave myself 51, and I showed up, and I was like, God, I'm just expecting you to do the rest. I don't care what kind of mood, like, I don't care what kind of mood I'm in. I don't care how I feel. I'm going to show up and give myself that 51%, like, period. I'm expecting God to do the rest. And so today I had time for a podcast because I had finals this week, y'all. And whoo, yeah. Woo! Y'all. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Graduation can't get here no sooner than I, I, I wanted to. And baby, this needs to come on, come on, come on. But. Um, so I'm done with finals as of today, but the show does not stop because the new semester starts on Monday. <laughs> and so I had time and I wanted to get up here and I wanted to talk about the Daniels fast that I did. And I know I talked briefly on it, um, that I had completed it, but I didn't really go in depth and I felt like it was time for me to go in depth about it because I know it might be some people out here that is curious about doing a Daniels fast or fasting in general and um you know you kind of just need to tell people about your experience because that's what holds the weight in the end like you know I tell y'all all the time that nobody want to see you working out with a six-pack of abs and you done told us oh yeah last year I was 208 pounds and you ain't told us nothing you dealt with, nothing you over, like, nothing you had to overcome, you know, nothing about your darkness, just, oh, yeah, I got me a six-pack of abs out. No, people want to hear about it during the process, and they want you to be able to use it as your testimony so that other people can know and, you know, like, set other people free. And, y'all, I did a Daniels Fest because I was in a B group, and um, the second B group that I was in, and I think it was, like, 15 weeks 10 something like that i know the sermons was 15 weeks but i can't remember i know we was in b group for a minute but it flew by so fast because time fly by fast when you having fun honey and um anyway my facilitator at the time told me she did a daniel fast and how it changed her life like how god told her specific things like down to the t of where to move to and so you know that grabbed my attention like dang i need to do that fast and too because you know i'm trying to grow spiritually like i'm not trying to be no crusty christian that's just comfortable and oh yeah this is all god has for me no honey no not me y'all know i'm a jump and i don't care if i fail and i don't care what i gotta lose or shed in the on the way honey i'm gonna jump but so i was like you know thinking to myself like i'm gonna do that fast but another thing that convinced me 
to like um just ask God for other things was this girl in my B group last semester. She was just basically telling and sharing that she has dreams every night. And basically, majority of her dreams that she has every night is about the things that God has waiting for her and the things he has planned for her that she's going to be involved in. And she basically was just saying, like, she has regular dreams some nights, too. But a lot of nights she has dreams about her, like, about visions about what God's going to do for her. And when she wakes up in the morning, y'all, sorry, my nose is When she wakes up in the morning, she gets up and she writes them in her, um, in her journal, her dream journal. Yeah, um, so y'all, like, when she said that, I was like, huh? Like, first of all, I don't never dream unless I'm pregnant, right? <laughs> unless I'm pregnant. And then it's some wild dreams. Like, you might be sitting right here and you got the head of a dinosaur. And I know darn well you ain't got no dinosaur sitting on, on top of your shoulders. No dinosaur here sitting on top of your shoulders. But it's like, you know, I don't know if y'all have them, but they just be crazy and it don't be making sense. So... That's the only time I ever dream. Now, I do not have dreams any other time, right? And so, when Shorty said that, I was like, and I love her to death. She's so sweet. When Shorty said that, I was like, okay, Shorty is over here, like, getting a preview of her life. Like, girl, homegirl go to the movie theater every night for free. And I'm just over, I'm just over here sleeping. Like, just knocked out. Just sleep. Like, sleep. Not somewhere... You know, where I can see the things God has for me and all this. Sleep, y'all. Just sleep. And she over here. Shorty is at the movie, like, getting anime, getting 3D, like, so close you can barely, you can almost taste it kind of thing. So, I said, well, you know, I'm really happy for her. And I'm like, well, if he did it for her, he can do it for me. So, y'all, this was, like, back in November. So, mind you, the Daniel Fashion starts in January. So, I prayed that night, y'all. As soon as we got off and I went to bed, I was like, God, you giving that girl um, in my Bible study group vivid dreams about her bit, like about her goals and like about what you're going to have do her doing and, you know, stuff like that. So I'm like, God, can you maybe um, show me something like show me something through my dreams, you know, because. Y'all, like, all you got to do is ask, and he going to give it to you. Like, if it's a part of your will, if it's a part of his will, he going to give it to you, period. So, I asked him, could I be a dreamer, too? Like, I, that's how I want to see what I got going on. So, you know, time moves on, and we just going on. So, then I do the um, Daniel Fast. My pastor was like, we're going to do the Daniel Fast. And y'all, that Daniel Fast was real. You couldn't eat nothing, and you couldn't drink nothing but water. You couldn't eat, like, fruits and vegetables. And, like, it's a, it, once you Google the Daniel Fast, you'll be able to see the, um, like, the list of approved foods and stuff like that, which, y'all, it was nothing like I eat every day. No dairy, no meat, no nothing. Okay, and no sugar. Oh, my gosh. But y'all, I'm here to tell you about what happened to me on that Daniel Fast, okay? So, I was on Daniel Fast, and I started the Daniel Fast when my church started the Daniel Fast. And so, y'all... Mind you, I remind you, I have been asking about dreams, but y'all, really, I hadn't really, like... I kind of felt like it was a little like, 
I don't even know how many times I asked for God to give me dreams to keep it a band with you. I, I really know it won't no more than five times. Like, and I really honestly think it was because, y'all, I'm still like, I was really, I'm just really still learning who, what Christ is and not what Christ is, but what Christ has in store for me. So it's just a process. And so sometimes we get impatient with the process and you think we think God forgets about us because we be wanting things on our own time and that's not how it works. So I hadn't really even asked for the dreams, but y'all, so I did the Daniel fast and I was praying for her, not be smoking weed no more, celibacy until marriage. Um, I was praying for direction in my relationship that I was in and um, my career, y'all. I was just really like praying for all of those things. So, I did the 21 days of prayer and fast, and y'all, the first week, first of all, before I even get into what happened, y'all, no cap, I dreamed every single day on the, like, I dreamed every day on the 21 days of prayer and fast, like, and I, y'all, I had started having dreams so good, and it wasn't no crazy dreams, it was vivid dreams, y'all, like, sometimes it was so, like, so close that I touched it, that when I woke up, y'all, I thought I had been awake for hours, it was, like, that real, like, I thought I had, when I woke up, I was like, dang, I just know I've been in four, five other places because I was just there. So how am I just waking up to start my day? Y'all, for real. It was so close like that and so vividly clear. It was just amazing. Like the things that I saw God going to do in my life and that I'm going to do in other people's life is amazing. So let's get to the nitty gritty of what happened. Okay. So y'all, I was praying and... Just praying for my relationship and stuff. So, anyways, I'm going through the 21 days of praying fast, y'all. It went by so smooth. And that's how I know I was disciplined because I cooked my kids' food. Um, I didn't taste test it. Um, I was able to just... By the time I blinked, y'all, seven days had went by. And by the time I blinked again, 14 days went by. Now, I ain't gonna lie. That's last week, honey. I think it was just a struggle for me the last week to, like... I, I kind of was like, dang, I ain't... I haven't been having these weird cravings, so why am I doing it on the last week? And it was really because, y'all, I had kind of not really gotten tired, but mind you, I'm in school and all this stuff, so I can't just come home and just eat whatever because I couldn't have no sugars and stuff like that. Food that contained sugar, everything had to be whole grain. It wasn't just like, no, come home and boom, it's something here waiting for you. Like, I had to cook meals and meal prep and... So the last week was really a struggle for me. And but it was really, really good. And y'all, I did the fast, and literally on day seven, the Holy Spirit told me to get off social media for the remaining 14 days so that I didn't miss what he needed me to see. And y'all, that was my dreams. Like I was in bed early, y'all. When I didn't get on social media, honey. I was just on it like the amount of things I got done and it's not to say that social media is a bad thing but it can be time consuming and not just that but it can just be a distraction and so God didn't need me to get distracted he needed my full undivided attention so I got off y'all like literally that more that Sunday morning on day seven 
he was like, um, no more social media for the remainder 14 days. Like I got off social media before church even started. And y'all, God is just so good and so amazing. And um, so on my Daniel fast, I'm really giving it my all, like giving it my all, y'all. And I went through the motions of um you know, praying and fasting, reading the Bible. We did a 21-day prayer fast on the Bible app with my church called The Sauce. And it's still available if you ever want to do it. It didn't have to be. You don't have, You can go back and fast. You can start today. You can start tomorrow. Whichever works for you. If you hear me talking about it and you're like, that's something I need to do because I'm trying to see what God really has in store for me, y'all. I recommend it and I want you to do it if that's what you want to do. But prayer and fasting is necessary, like. That's for you to be in your purest form, you to be focused with, and got to have your undivided attention so that you can hear the things he has for you. And not just that, but even if it's not the things he has for you, you can get closer to God so that when you hear his voice, you know it's him. You're not tripping. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm still like learning if it's my emotions that I'm, you know, causing to make this judgment or am I truly being led by the Holy Spirit to make this decision? You know, so I really want to encourage you to do it if you are looking to get closer to God. Um, so, y'all, I was doing a prayer fast and um, literally, I want to say this before I start to because the desire for weed is gone. Like, I'm done with that. And so God is so amazing with that. God is so good with that, y'all. And that is done. Period. As if no buts about it is done. Like it, it's really done. And I'm just so happy because you really come with everything that you hold, everything you struggle with, everything you like, everything you entertain, all of that, yo. You bring it and God would really shed you of things that is not a part of your alignment for real. And, and you'll start to be like, dang, I don't even miss that. And it's because God takes away the desire. All you got to do is surrender it to God. And once God gets it, we're going to get in the nitty gritty of things. And we're going to say, hey, you don't really need this like you think you do. And I'm about to show you. And boom, when he show you, boom, the desire gets gone too. Because God love you that much that he not even going to allow you to miss it. Now, I ain't going to say you ain't going to go back to what you know, but that's if you in that same atmosphere, you doing the same things because when we know better, we do better. So if you constantly dipping and dabbing, then, you know, that's kind of like, you know, going, being healed or being free of a disease to go right back to the same person or the same environment where you got sick. That don't make sense. Right. So that's what I mean by saying like, um, God takes away the desire. You don't even miss it. Like, sometimes I just be like, wow, just amazed. Like, that's all I had to do was just surrender it to God. And God really will take away the desire when he's ready. And you'll just look back and say, wow, I, I couldn't have done that on my own. It was that simple. I couldn't have done that on my own. And that's how you know it's nothing but God. But so no more weed, y'all. I'm so done with that. I'm so happy because I know y'all going to go back on this podcast and y'all going to say, well, back here, she was smoking weed and boom, on February 17th at 11.06, she said she don't smoke weed no more, period, y'all. I don't. Like, I'm not done over with. It's served, it's seasoned, and it, boy, was it fun while it lasted, but it can't go where I'm going. Sometimes you, we have to be understanding that that's what God is trying to tell us, that, hey, I see you having fun, baby. 
But it's time. It's time. Like, you know how some people can't let, can't stand to see a party go, come to an end. Baby, it's time. It's five in the morning. I let you have your time. And you had an amazing time. But we can't be selfish with this time. It's time to go home. So, that's how it was for me. Like, it was a great season to be in when I was in that season. I had an amazing time. It allowed me to meet amazing people. Woo do woo, but baby, I'm no longer there. I'm on to the next season, and it can't go with me in this season. So once you get in your mind that third eye, your mental, which is your mental, your mental understanding and process that it can't go, it really is not going to go because if it goes with me, it's going to do nothing but set me back. And at this time and at this point in my life, am I going to continue to self-sabotage? No, weed's not worth it. So, y'all, I'm so happy that the desire for weed is gone. Also, sex, y'all, that's gone. <laughs> like, it took me a little bit to get there, but it's gone now. And, y'all, it's just gone. Like, I don't even want to be in that kind of atmosphere where... Where I can even put myself at risk for even being exposed to wanting to have sex because I know that I want to be celibate until I'm married because it's vital for me and I don't want to share my body with anyone else until I know I'm married because y'all, we keep sexing on these boys and we keep having all this good little loving and all this that temporary make us feel good and we know we're not even... um entertaining somebody that's worth the while that's gonna even be here next year with a good intention or a good with a purpose you know what i'm saying and we be sitting here sleeping with them and it's doing nothing but harming ourselves like we be sitting here wondering why he don't want to know our favorite color the next day girl girl you done slept with him last night you should have asked him then when he was doing all that extra stuff, you should have said, um, I wore black panties because that's my favorite color. They ain't nobody about to roll over the next day and get to know you after they done had sex with you. No, you get to know the person first and then you get to have sex, like, once you marry. And y'all, I have never even really been, like, big on sex as an adult. And I think it was because in my teenage years, y'all had a good time, a good time, good time. And... I was using it to suppress things that I hadn't really dealt with. And I know now that that's what I was doing. I knew that back. I knew that some years ago. Um, and that's why I wouldn't let myself when I left my kids. Father, I was like, I'm not going to be no wild girl because I know how wild I could get. Because I know what I experienced and the route it took me. And I'm not going back there. So, y'all. I'm not having sex to marriage and I stand on that. Okay. And I'm not about to even be putting myself in situations to even want to cause my mind to think otherwise, because in the morning, I already know me. I'm going to wake up regretting it, period. Like God could be the nicest in the world. It could be really a good time with no ill will, like just happen kind of thing. But y'all. That guiltiness of in me when I do something that I know I have been striving for, like, no, I can't do that. Like, it just won't let me rest. So, I'm definitely celibate until marriage, and I'm definitely going to ensure that I don't allow myself to get to that point where I have to feel like 
I'm putting my temporary feelings over what I know God has for me. So, y'all, I was praying for my relationship too because I needed some guidance because I had, was just having some um, doubts. And it wasn't like because I was being treated bad, like I was in the past and stuff like that. And that's why I was having um, doubts about it because the the guy was amazing. We've been friends for 10 years for one. And amazing guy, real nice, but it just wasn't serving me in the way that I needed it to serve me. And I had been very vocal about that. And, you know, things just didn't really seem to change but I didn't really know if it was a process or or what it was so you know I was like I'm gonna take it to prayer because once you take it to prayer it's gonna get purified baby and you wait on the Lord and he's going to let you know like he really is gonna let you know and so we was doing it I was doing a Daniel fast and y'all we broke up on the first week of the Daniel fast so I was kind of just like well dang but my remind you we have i have had these thoughts before where i'm like okay i felt like it's either me in my feelings not in my feelings but it's either me with these feelings or it's either the holy spirit telling me to handle this a different way like we gotta stop being okay with doing temporary things that make us feel good because in the end all we're gonna do is be in a worse predicament because it was never supposed to be it was never supposed to be that long. That season was supposed to be about this and we turned it into this. And that was because that's what we wanted to turn it into. You know what I'm saying? Like God sent us there with a specific plan that he had for us. But when we get to, oh, I'm going to go and edit this a little bit, edit that a little bit, you know, like we start forming it to our own life or our own identity or to what we want and it might not be a part of God's alignment to um to basically like get what we want you know what I'm saying we went with a purpose of course like God sent us there for a purpose and he knows why he sent us there but we be sitting here trying to make things work that is not supposed to work okay it wasn't it served this season and now it's time to do other things that I have lined up for you so y'all Literally, we broke up on the first week of the fast, and y'all, amazing friend, like, so nice, so cool, and I want to say that because people always think that people break up, they on bad terms or something bad happened. No, nothing bad happened. He was an amazing guy, but he's just not the guy for me, like, so amazing, but right now, and he's not the guy for me, not just right now, but, you know, it's just it's not, so... We, but you know, I'm so nice and I'm just so, y'all, I, it, it, I just always am the bigger person and that causes me to believe that I have to fix people when in reality, I'm not a fixer. That's God's job. So I couldn't fix anybody, even if I wanted to, um, that's between them and God. So, y'all, the first day, first week of the fast, we broke up, and I was just feeling like, okay, maybe it wasn't that big of a deal, or maybe my feelings for this doesn't really, like, matter, like, as big as I'm thinking it matters. But, y'all, I'm telling you, your feelings matter. Don't second-guess who you are and what it is God has, God is trying to get through to you. So, 
I was just like, okay, well, we can move past this. So, y'all, literally, like, the next two weeks, I was just pray, um, praying and just playing. I was praying, and I was just really trying to see what God had for me in those last two weeks because I had already gotten so so much in seven days. And then, remember, I told y'all on the seventh day, he was like, get off social media so you don't miss what I'm trying to tell you and trying to show you. So... Yeah, I'm really just like kind of going through the motions and I'm praying and fasting and, you know, things are just, I'm really just, y'all, I feel amazing. What's the, I'm, I'm eating some candy. That's what that, <laughs> that rattle noise is. I really feel amazing and y'all, y'all, I didn't get nothing else that entire 14 days from the relationship, but the fact that. It looks exactly what it looked like before I was like, oh, yeah, let, let me just be the the mender or the fixer. And fix was not broken. Um, It was exactly the same as it was. And I really, I just really don't, like, I really just... Kind of, I guess, making excuses for myself, but still giving it to the 21 days to see, like, what it is God was really trying to show me. So, y'all, right on day 21, this candy good, but it's mad sweet, and I got sensitive tea. I ain't talking about can he go to Miracle House tomorrow. Um, so y'all, why on the 21 days at, on the 21 day, on the 21st day, 21, I'm hollering y'all tell me y'all this podcast is not perfect, baby. Y'all know I'm good with my words. Y'all heard me. No, I'm just kidding. But on the 21st day, y'all, I post my experience about the Daniel fast on Facebook. And um, literally, like, a few minutes later, I was just telling them, like, I was faithful and God rewarded me by allowing me to be a facilitator for a B group. Y'all, why this girl inbox me? Mind you, I've only talked to this girl maybe one time. She was supposed to do my nails. One time. But we've been Facebook friends, and I see her post all the time. Sorry, I was thirsty. <laughs> y'all know how them preachers be doing? They be drinking that water. But, y'all, why she messing me? She basically asked me what my experience was on the Daniel fast. So, I'm thinking she's just asking me because she's inquiring because maybe she's thinking about doing it, you know? So, I tell her everything. At first, I was a little hesitant because I'm like, do I tell her what I was really praying for? Or do I just tell her that I was just like praying for things in my life? Or do I tell her the specifics? Y'all, I don't know. I said, I'm going to just tell her the specifics because who cares? Like, you know, who cares? We all got things that we battle with. So, who cares? So I, told her every, I told her everything. So, she wrote me back and she was like, I'm a very spiritual person. Are you ready to hear what I have to tell you? So, I was like, mm, huh? Like, hmm? 
Okay, so I thought you was inquiring about it because that's what you wanted to do. But in reality, she wanted to tell me something. God has sent her a message and she needed to tell me. So, you know, I was a little hesitant at first because I know folks do that tarot card reading and all that extra stuff. And if you do that, that's fine, baby. But, you know, I don't want that for me. But that's it. That's cool if that's what you want for you. You know, the crystals and all that, that's fine. But, I don't, you know, I don't do that over here. And, um... So I'm thinking like, okay, you know, y'all, I just want you to know that that lady told me everything about me that some of the stuff I haven't even ever told people, y'all. She knew about the car rent that I got in two years ago. She also told me that she was hesitant to tell me about the car accident because she didn't know if it had occurred yet. But she told me that she saw that I lived. And I told her, I was like, that is so amazing because God... But the, the police officer was like, that if I would have came through the light two seconds earlier, it, the impact would have killed me. And she knew about that wreck. And I was just like, wow. And she just knew about some other things. But y'all just want to go back to the first part. Because the first sentence that she sent me was that your boyfriend is not your husband. Y'all, when God move, God will move, honey. When you need some confirmation, God will come and see about you. So that was the first thing she seen, said. So she said the guy who you're marrying is actually going to adore you in ways that you can never imagine. And I felt like God told her to tell me that because, again, this guy was so nice. Like he was so nice. He was he meant he meant well. He genuinely cared for me like as a person. But the relationship just wasn't what I needed. And his character was very nice. And sometimes we can call that our settle and call that God's will for our life and we miss out on what God really has for us because we are just comfortable or we were or we are impressed by you know this little thing or that little thing and he is a great person but God did not make him for me and so she had to tell her to tell me that because I already knew he was a nice person and that was what was going to keep me around because how is he so nice and you know like I know it's not perfect and I know it's some things that I'm going without in this relationship but he you know he respect me and he this and he that so God told her specifically what to say that the guy was, is going to adore me in ways that he can never imagine she even knew what he look like but she couldn't describe him like if that makes sense she knew what he was she looked he looked like <clears throat> excuse me but she couldn't describe him she told me all these things that God had planned for my life y'all y'all that God had planned for my life she even knew about me being in school she knew about me hating nursing y'all all it is like she knew about all this stuff it, it was just amazing, and I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, God found favor. I found favor on the last day of the fast because I stayed faithful. And she sent a message, and she, talk, she wrote me back, and she said she had to tell me that because when she feels, when God tells her to go and do something, she, sometimes she don't tell the person, and when she don't tell the person, she said the feeling is so heavy, it feels like she's being punished. So she said, she had wrote, wrote me back and she was like, God is pleased with me telling you because in the last hour of me telling you, in the last hour, she had gotten four job opportunities in that hour. And I was like, 
That is amazing, y'all. That Daniel fast was real. And y'all, I couldn't tell the boy that I was dating at the time about what she said. Because if you're not on your spiritual journey or in that moment where you know that that exists, that God use, cause God using me, right? I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here with a podcast telling y'all my story and my journey with Christ. And I've been broken. Okay. Broken, not even completely healed. So for me to d discredit who, discredit who she was or what she was telling me based off of me not knowing her or whatever, that would turn that down. Turn it down. Hold on, y'all. Sorry, I had to hear me yell, but the boys in the other room, that's what I was talking about. And that TV was loud, so they couldn't hear me. But to believe that God will use a broken person like me, like me, but not a broken person like maybe like her because she told me her story and she wasn't broken. She's not broken at the t at currently, but she had just barely been through a lot. And I was just like, that is amazing to have that gift. Like, that's amazing. And y'all, I'm so obedient in my life right now that if it can't go, it can't go. I don't care what it temporarily made me feel like. If it cannot go, it cannot go, okay? And that's just on period. Like, I don't have... It's not even about... Sorry, y'all. Hold on. Because they, they can't hear, obviously, because that TV may allow. Um, It's not even about... Um, I forgot what I was saying. It's not even about what, what, what can go. It, it's not even about what contemporary made me feel good. It's just about where God is trying to take me. And y'all, we be sitting here doing things and delaying our own purpose by doing things that temporary make us feel good. So y'all couldn't tell him because he's, he's not spirit like where i am spiritually like i know he prays and stuff like that i only know what he tells me so he i know he prays and stuff he was praying and stuff like that but maybe we are on different we are we are just on two different lanes with our spiritual journey which is fine like i probably i was in that lane once before you know what i'm saying it's just a different lane i'm in right now and I couldn't tell him that because I knew he wouldn't go. He wasn't going to understand, and he was going to also discredit what I knew I was seeing as a repetitive thing for us that I didn't want. You know, I knew he wasn't going to be able to handle that. Somebody told me that he's not my husband, especially because. I know he, you know, he loved me and we've been friends for years and I don't even know, you know, what this going to do for our friendship, all this crazy stuff, right? But y'all, I had to, I had just felt like in that moment when she told me that y'all literally no cap, like I, I, in my head, I was like, I knew it. I knew I wasn't tripping. I knew it. I knew it. And at the time, y'all literally no cap. I felt nothing. Like I wasn't heartbroken. I wasn't sad. I wasn't none of that. And y'all to this day, to this day, and the fast the fast ended, the fast Y'all, my words is just all over the place. The fast ended some weeks ago now. But y'all, and I I hate to say it like that, but it's 
I don't miss it no more because I'm God told me it wasn't for me. So why would I be sitting over here missing it? That's like dibbing and dabbing again. If you bring it to God, you get it purified. You bring it here. You're going to say, here, here go my relationship. I'm, I'm bringing it you, bringing it to you to be purified. Wait on God to give you a sign or an answer. And then once you obedient to that answer and you do what he tells you to do, oh, baby, the desire is going to be taken away. So for me to not miss him is normal because he was never going to be that guy even if I wanted him to be that guy. And that's for real because I know where I'm trying to go and I know where I am going. And I know that I'm not letting nothing hold me up. Like, I'm not doing that no more. I'm not doing things that temporarily make me feel good. I'm trying to meet my forever husband. And so, y'all, I needed all I needed to know. I needed all I needed when the lady told me that. But I also knew I knew all I needed when... Those two weeks was a lot like the other weeks that we had had. And I was just still questioning that. So God sent a message for me. And y'all, I told him, I was just like, you know, how it's not pouring into me. How it's just not what I needed to be. And all these other things, right? And then I had broke up with him, y'all, because if it can't go, it can't go. If it cannot go, it cannot go. And y'all literally no cap. We haven't seen each other. We kind of communicated via text message or whatever, but that's really about it. We haven't really said much. And it's because I know he couldn't handle the part that sucks, which was it didn't work in your favor. But for me, it, it, it makes me feel like I'm one step closer than I was before I met him because I needed that experience. We was going, we needed that time. It was part of my journey, but I, and I needed that, but now I don't have to, I don't have to, to deal with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so y'all. I have been single and I'm just in a single isolation season right now where God is just want someone on one time with me and just to be focused and have his undivided attention. And so that's what I'm doing. And I just know that I'm not going bad and I know that my husband is out there and that eventually I'm going to find him and I'm excited for that. And so I wanted to... Get up here and just let you know that the Dean Fest is real. It's real, real. And it's just an amazing experience. And if you need something, a word from the Lord, it might not even come right then. But I'm just saying, how far are you willing to go? You know, like, have you considered fasting or anything like that? Like, y'all, try it. Like, just try it. And y'all, it was just an amazing experience for real. And... I just know that God has something amazing in store for me. And I want to say that because y'all today, this morning, listen, this me being hot, humble, open, and transparent, okay? Um, I was trying to make sure I said that right. Yes. <laughs> I'm weak. Y'all, I just want to talk about this morning, y'all. So I woke up this morning, and y'all, my car had been repossessed. And I'm really happy that I can say that because... 
Some people really suffer in silence and some people really don't have the courage to sit and talk about the things that they're going through. And I know because I used to be that girl. So now it just makes me feel good knowing that I'm not looking for a sob story. I'm not looking for, you know, nobody to feel bad for me. I just really know that right now I'm really trying the hardest that I can. Trusting God with what he told me to do and the specific instructions he gave me. And y'all, I'm not even disappointed in myself because that's me getting in my feelings. Like right now I I have processed my feelings and I know that I am really doing the best that I can. Like I didn't give the car payment money because I didn't have it. And y'all, they will not even let me pay the past few payments that is missed. They want me to pay the car off. <laughs> y'all, I do not have that kind of money right now. I'm in school full time. I do not work and I have to take care of my children and I am in school like and that's my only goal right now like I'm not picking up no side job or none of that and I just really feel like it's just a te test of my faith because I mean my house flooded at the beginning of school now my car is no longer mine and how my kids gonna get around how am I gonna get around how am I gonna get to school I don't know but God will make a way and he's going to figure it out for me and I'm not even sad or disappointed in me because I know that I'm really trying y'all and I'm just so happy that I could sit in this moment and talk about it because I talked about it at school today because y'all literally like when the lady told me I had to pay the car off, I was just like, dang, like this is the first time it happened. Like that's the verdict. Like even explaining to her about my grandma, like being in school right now, y'all shorty was like, basically she just said it wasn't her fault that she couldn't change the verdict that they came up with and we'll do so tomorrow i'm gonna go get my stuff out of my car because i need my purse it's all in there um thankfully the kids car seats was not there because they stayed with their daddy last night but um i'm glad i just woke up this morning and in time because i had finals all week like literally i had one this morning and at 8 45 the lady told me i can't get my car back unless i pay off like huh and I had class at 9 in the final at 9. Hold on, I'm trying to read this text message. So, I really had a test at 9 o'clock this morning, and the lady told me at 8.45 I had to pay the car off. And I'm like, huh? like what and no cap like tiana was just like what because tiana had taken me to school so i'm really thankful that i woke up on time because tiana had just really gotten off of work and i was so happy that she made the sacrifice to drive back to raleigh after just driving from raleigh after getting off of a long shift overnight and then having to drive back home after she dropped me off and shorty felt so bad for me like i did cry in the beginning when i was in the car and it was just a cry of God, I know you hear me like crying out that I really am trying my hardest right now. In the season that I am in, I know that I'm giving this my all, like 50, 51%. I even sometimes feel like I'm giving more than 51%. I mean, I'm a single mom of four, like literally, like I barely even get a break. I haven't even, last, two weekends ago was the first weekend I got in a break since December. December and this weekend, upcoming weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is the only week is the second weekend since December that I have gotten a break and I'm a full time mom. 
I do not wear right now because those were the pertinent instructions given to me. And if you're not saved, if you're not on your spiritual journey, I get why you don't understand. I get why it's girl. You can go get you. You can go do this. You a nurse. You can go do that. I get it. I get why that's your that that that's your solution for me. But imagine knowing that that's not my solution for me. Like that is a solution for a life that comes with all these other things. I cannot go back to that life unless I want to deal with the things that I dealt with that came with that life. And I don't want to deal with that. And God told me back in August that I, well, back in September that I need to burn up the backup plan and trust his will for my life. And that's where I'm at right now. But if you are not here, then I get why you don't get it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just, I, today I just really had to focus on the good things that I was thankful for. And the only thing that came to my mind was what am I going to do about my kids? Like I have four kids. I don't even have two kids where even if I, I don't have the money to go even buy a new car right now. And I'm not ashamed to say that because I know that I'm doing the best that I can. And I know that it's not my pride or nothing. Like I'm not looking for no sob story. I'm not none of that. That's just, this me being hot humble open and transparent because y'all we be sitting here dealing with things sitting here pointing fingers and people real life got real life things going on and all i could think about was my kids like how am i going to get my kids around how i'm gonna get to school how i'm gonna do all these things but and i got a test at nine o'clock that i can't even worry about and i got clinicals at 4 30 so my aunt had to pick me up tonight at 8 30 and y'all I just was like, God gonna figure it out. Like, I don't have the answers right now, but God will figure, he will make a way for me and it's gonna be okay. Like, it's really going to be okay. But I just want people to know that you don't gotta suffer in silence. Like, you could tell people that you going through some stuff. And people, when I was telling my family, you know, like, about my situation or whatever, some of them was like, well, why didn't you ask us for help? Like, and I just, really sat baffled because people have known that I'm a single mom of four for the last two years of living on my own. And y'all literally, I have sometimes had to ask for a babysitter to go to school, like not to go to the club, not to go to Pookie and Ray Ray house to get high and do all this. Y'all to go to school, like to go to school. And literally during my time of grieving my grandmother, y'all, nobody came here with a sympathy card. Nobody came here with dinner. Nobody came here with offering help for my boys until I threw a fit about how people wasn't available for me. But before I threw that fit, nobody offered anything. And they just, why didn't you ask somebody? Hmm? Nobody is available for me on any other given day of things that are free. And I was exposed. I was just supposed to expect them to be, you know, arms out with money for me to pay my car payment. And I was talking to the lady at the car payment place today and Shorty just kind of had an attitude. And I had to let her know, like, you're getting mad at me for an answer I do not have for you because right now I do not have the money. Like, I don't have the money to give you for the car. And you're mad at me because what? I didn't just say, oh, yeah, I could pay whatever. Shorty wouldn't even tell me to balance of the car. Said it takes 24 hours for them to upload the paperwork. Woo -de -woo. So I'm just like, you're mad at me because I don't have the answers, which is here's my debit card for the remainder balance of my car. Um... You mad at me 
But I had to tell her, like, imagine how I feel. Like, we always be so, she did this, she did that. Imagine, or she is this, or she is that. Imagine being that person. Like, I said, shorty, like, imagine me. You just calling, doing your job. You still going to get your check. You still going to get everything you needed before you call me. You going to get all of that. I don't even have my car, and you mad at me because I'm not telling you something you want to hear. Imagine how I feel not having my car. Imagine how I feel not having the money to even get my car back. Like, imagine how I feel. And you sitting here mad at me because I'm not telling you something that you want to hear. Imagine hearing the words that you just told me and knowing I have no solution for the problem that I currently am faced with. But you're mad at me at 845 because I don't have... Um, of like some money to to like I don't have the money to pay the car off, but I had the money to catch the car payments up to get my car out. But the verdict was you have to pay the car off or you can't get it back. <laughs> what? I even explained my situation, and everything, yo, and I was just like. That is wow, like that's crazy. And Tiana just felt so bad for me. And you know, it's just for what? Like, you know, you don't feel I don't feel bad for me. I just know that God really is real. And God really is going to show up in my life in a way that I have never expected it before. And I think it just really bothered me because my poor kids, like and I'm not trying to cry because I don't feel like crying. So I'm not going to cry. But, like, my poor kids, like, dang, like, in this season that I'm in, our, my house already flooded. And I lost the case about my house flooding because other people at the water company not wanting to take fault for their responsibilities. After my builders said it was their fault. Like, my downstairs looks like a dang uh, Habitat for Humanity project. Then I'm in school and I'm already having to find a sitter, y'all. Me and my mom even had fell out in the beginning before school even really started like that because I didn't have money to pay her. So then that was resolved by God's grace. Y'all barely, somebody, y'all, if it wasn't for God, I wouldn't even have money to pay for my kids' Christmas. And like I said, I'm not ashamed to say that because I know how hard I am trying. And if you are not... In a season of your life where God is literally walking you step by step. And you are the most uncomfortable you've ever been in your life. But you just say, I'm obedient. And I trust God. And it's going to work out. Even if I don't understand, it's going to work out. Then I expect you to not get nothing I'm talking about. I get. I expect you to say, yeah, you know her car got repossessed. Yeah, I bet. It's easier to talk about what happened to me, but... Never what happens to us, you know what I'm saying? And for, and I just want you to know, like, imagine being the one with no car. Like, school don't stop because I don't have no car. I'm supposed to graduate in May. And now, now after the incident with my mom, barely even having Christmas, but made it work because God provided for that. Like, I know he is going to provide for this situation right here. And... Y'all, like, I'm just now, and now I'm not, now I'm without a car in February. After my grandma just died a few weeks ago. Like, one of the most, 
wildest seasons of my life yet, yo. Like, this is one of the most wildest seasons of my life. Isolation where I'm just by myself and then that happens, like, and all I could think about was my poor kids, like, how are my kids going to get around? Like, what if something come up with my kids at school? Or what if I need to take my kids to the doctor? Or what if y'all just what if I need to go to the grocery store? Like, I'm already a homebody. And it's just like, what if, like, something happened? And people always be, and that's another thing I had to explain to my family before I even told them. Because they always just kind of like, sometimes just be so focus on the headline that they don't read the article the headline was my car got repossessed the article states that i'm really doing the best that i can with the money that i'm really getting each month which i'm stewarding well i'm paying my tithes and my offering and i am really using the remainder of the money to pay my bills and my etsy account is really taking care of the rest and that's on a good week where after i pay tithes and offering in that as well that it is enough you know what i'm saying like i'm a single mom of four like i know i'm really trying my best i'm really trying to get into who god created me to be because i know the things he showed me last year and it's bamboo season for me like it's going to be a season of accelerated growth and i have to trust god's will for my life even based on my current even with my current circumstances looking like what they look like i still trust god like it sucks but I still trust God and I know he's going to provide a way because where there's a will, there is a way. And all I could think about was my poor kids. Like I was just like, Oh my gosh. Like how do I got to explain to my kids that their mom, who is their sole dependent, who is their sole provider, who is their rescue plan. I don't even have a car. Like, we don't have a car to even get around in. Like, what? I live all the way out here by myself. Like, yes, I live like 15, 20 minutes from my parents, but that, you know, like my grandparents and stuff, like, that's a lot. Like, I have four kids. I do not be wanting to have to call somebody else for backup. You know what I'm saying? Like, as far as Foy Rod. And I can't even take my children anywhere if I needed to because I don't have a car. And also in the season where I'm trying to love on me a little bit more, like, and still grieve and process what happened with my grandma and just go to school and ensure that I'm in the best mental state that I could possibly be in. I know how hard I'm trying, yo, and people who ain't never tried this hard before in their life, I get it. I get why you don't get it. And all I could think was my poor kids. Like, did I let my kids down? Like, you know, and the first thing Matt had said today when he came home from my sister bringing him was, Mom, where's your car? And, you know, the best thing I just could explain it to him was Mom had to give it back. Mom had to give the car back and because I can't afford it right now, and Mom had to get the car back. But we're going to work on getting mom a new car. Like, those was just lame in terms for me to explain it to my four-year-old who noticed that my car wasn't outside. You know? And I know today I really miss my kids. Today was really an amazing day, y'all. Like, it was just God sent. And I know it's, that was a faith test because 
I passed my final with 100. Y'all, we went on a field trip that was unexpected, and it was so therapeutic, y'all. I read my book the entire time I was there. We went to like a little lake, but they call it a beach, and it was in Raleigh. And y'all, it was just an amazing experience. We had two people graduating in our class today, and y'all, we was just able to celebrate them. And y'all, we had, it felt so good outside today. If you didn't go outside today, I hate it for you. And it was just amazing, and it felt so good to be in that space, yo. Especially knowing what I woke up to this morning. And I just could just thank God that I was able to make it on time to class, y'all, because I couldn't miss any more of that class because I had already missed the three hours that I could miss because I overslept one day because I was just so tired from, you know, taking taking care and being av available for my grandma. Not saying that I was, I was just tired, like, you know, things would just happen fast and sometimes I wasn't able to come home after school because her condition had changed and they needed me to come over and so coming straight from school when I'm thinking I'm about to go home for the day I'm really going to my grandma house and it's because you know she need me and I and I wanted to be there first so I made that sacrifice I'll be okay like you know I'll be all right that's fine and so I really needed today it was such an amazing day and it was so therapeutic. It was so relaxing, despite of what I have going on this morning. Y'all, I had the best day. had the best clinical hour. Like, the time I spent at clinicals, amazing. Like, today was just so heaven sent, and I felt like God just gave me a test and to see how strong my faith is. And I know because, y'all, my house flooded. I told y'all back in August. And when you the owner of your house or you paying to be the owner of your house, what? We'll get it off the charge, man. When you just, you know, you paying, you got to pay for stuff. Like, you's the landlord, honey. You don't get to call nobody. You is the person that's being called. And, you know, that was a test for me. And I just allowed it to just be what it's going to be until God figures it out and he tells me what to do next. And... I just don't want to let my kids down because I really know how hard I'm trying for them, but for myself as well, like really for myself and then for my children, because I'm the power source. If my light is off, everybody else's light going to be off. Nobody can come and visit. Nobody's going to be able to say, hey, mom, can you do this? When my light is off, my light is off. And other people's light, my children's light is going to be off. Like it's not going to be, it's not going to be what it needs to be. And you know, I just don't want to be that for my children. I really just, uh, I just really know how hard I'm trying. And I really know how hard I really want to be a good mom. Like, I don't want financial issues to be a part of our struggle anymore. Like, I feel like we've done that enough. Like, we've had that season enough. And I've really been starting over the last two years. And, yo, it's hard. But... God is just really amazing. And even when I wasn't aligned with who he created me to be at the time where I fell by the, by the wayside. Sorry, y'all. I'm kind of sleepy. But when I fell by the wayside, he was still there for me, even when I didn't notice it. And I know that starting over has been something challenging for me because it's just me. Like, it's just me with these kids. It's just me by myself and me showing up for me and me showing up for them. And... 
you know, it, I, I earlier was like, am I just a disappointment to my kids? Because here I am, 28, and got the car in 2018 and literally, like, can't even... It's 2022, and now I have no car. And as if I didn't just try to... As if I didn't just start my life over a couple years ago where I needed to uproot my house and move to something healthy for me. And now... Oh, sorry, y'all. And now my car's gone. So am I just a disappointment to my children? And I know I had to get out of my feelings. I wasn't really even in my feelings, but I had to process my feelings because I know I really am trying. And I really do know that God sees me trying and that he knows how hard I really am aiming to be what my kids really do need and what culture needs from their, from their mother that it's okay to not be okay and it's okay to express your feelings and people genuinely still care for you even if it don't make sense to them I still care for you or I still do this or you know or whatever so I just really know how hard I'm trying with my kids and I know how much I miss my kids today like I really miss my kids today so when Nunu and them came home a while ago I was just so excited to see them, like, and Nunu gave me the best hug, and I was just like, how did you know I needed that hug today? And it was really just an amazing hug and just amazing tight squeeze feel, and God is just amazing, yo. God really is just amazing, and he reminds us of the things that we don't pay attention to, and or that we be so busy that it just, oh, it can wait or whatever the case may be, you know. And I'm just so thankful to be able to sit here and talk about that because I know a lot of women probably have been in the struggle that I am in right now as far as trying to go to school, don't really have <sighs> sorry the money that you need, like, to provide more than a halfway decent because decent really ain't decent like my decent is somebody else's decent it's not somebody else's decent i'm sorry and so i just know god rewards his faith for children and that it's going to work out and that it's going to be so amazing even though I don't see it right now, I know that it's going to come and I'm trusting God that he's going to fix my car situation because he knows I have school on Monday, but God's going to work it all out. And I trust that for me because I know who I am as a person and I know the things that I'm trying to do as a person. And I also know that I am really being led by Christ, even when it don't look like something you might do or it don't make sense to you. Just know that. I, I get it. Like, I get it. I'm not judging you. I'm not deeming you. I'm not saying none of that. I, I just get it. And it's because maybe when we're not on the same journey or in the same lane, I'm sorry, in the same lane, it's hard for you to really see what I'm talking about. And today, y'all, people at my at, at clinic would have never even known that my car was repossessed because you have to be thankful for the little bit. And y'all, I was just thankful for the little bit. I was just thankful that I made it to school on time. I was thankful that I passed my final. 
I was thankful for the therapeutic session that we got today at that little lake because it was so much needed and I was able to read my book and y'all read some of the remainder of my book and it was just oh my gosh so good and then to just be able to go to clinicals and just perform at my best and do my best that that's God like that's just God and I'm thankful for those small things because small wins count and I just trust God in this situation and I know he's gonna work it out for me but y'all I'm getting kind of sleepy and I don't want to keep holding y'all up with me talking but I did want to come open and say that because y'all life is real yo and it's okay to not be okay and it's okay to not have things figured out it's not it's even okay for things to not work in out the way we wanted them to work out there's still a calling on your life even if you've been broken there's still a calling on your life it really is that simple like there's a calling on your life and all you got to do is just say you want parts and that's all you got to do and god will really blow your mind blow your mind and so y'all i just really am getting kind of sleepy because i've had a very long day so i really just wanted to get up here and and tell you about my daniel fast and really just give you a transparent moment that i'm currently faced with today but i just want somebody to know that my circumstances are not my final destination like my current sir Oh, sorry, y'all. My current circumstances is not my final destination. In order to get there, I must be here, and here is holy. So I'm going to focus on here so that I can get there. And I won't miss another thing that God has coming for me. So, y'all, it's 11.56, and I try to go to bed by midnight now because I get tired. So... I just want to encourage y'all to know that it's really okay to just be yourself. It's okay for people to not understand. It's okay for people to not want better for you because they didn't want better for them. It's hard. It's hard. I get it. But I want you to stay faithful. I want you to serve your season. And I want you to be everything that you could be. And so I'm going to go to bed because I'm getting sleepy. Very sleepy. And so you are loved and you are loved. And I really, really cannot wait to get back up in here and um, just come in here and talk and then we have a topic or whatever the case may be. I don't want to keep rambling on because I feel like I'm going to ramble on because I'm tired. So, I'm going to get back up here in the next few weeks or so and we're going to be able to um, do some things, okay? And so, this is your girl Samantha and this is my podcast, Naturalize. I love y'all and I hope you have an amazing weekend.